welcome back to Middle Ground. Caroline's just on her game today. She's leading in. She said, I don't have time for your silly business. I Joe. said, ready start, but I don't Do you have know a busy if you day? hear me. Have I had a good day? No. Like, okay, let's start with that. Have you had a good day? <laughs> yeah, what did you say? I said, do you have a busy day? Like a head? Um, no. I mean, not like things I have to go to, but yeah, kind of busy. Caroline's also, attempting I, to spend as little time with me as possible. No, I also can't hear you. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, there we go. My headphones were like really loud. I was oh. like, what are you saying? And then I'm like, wait, I can fix that. Okay. I was going to say, that's definitely not going to work. What's definitely? Oh, you're not hearing you. <laughs> I still yeah. can't hear you. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Guys, this is Honestly, it's like ground. sound canceling. Yeah, is you there a mode? have the sound canceling on on the headphones. I'm going to take these off. Let me see the bottom. Show me the bottom of them. No, it's not on. Weird. It really sounds like I cannot hear you. You may just have to have one off a little bit. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, on that note, welcome back to Middle Ground. I'm Joe. I'm Caroline. And uh, I like your sweat set. Thanks. It's Matt's. Okay. Oh, I actually just posted on my stories about this. Uh, how close are you and Chris in size? We aren't close, but I wear his stuff because it's like oversized on me. So well, it's right. cute. Exactly. So Matt and I are five inches different in height and, but we both order extra large and everything mm -hmm. because I want mine to fit a little oversized. We run into problems with pants because Matt likes to order a large pant and I really need an XL pant. Yeah. Um, but I think that anywhere from the four to five inch range, you can get away with, uh, sharing sweat sets yeah i agree with that because we're what are we in height we're close like that uh, that's what i was i yeah. was guessing you were like so we um yeah because he's like five nine i'm five three or two or whatever so that's pretty close but yeah we have a problem with pant but i'm the opposite i his are too big yeah so i have to unless they have a drawstring but still sometimes it looks like too scrunched like they look too big yeah we don't have that problem as much or i guess i just don't think about it because i just like let it look really scrunched. big. Yeah. Cause yeah, he has really cute, um, Jordan sets actually. He got two for Christmas one this year, one last year, but a black and gray set. And I steal it all the time. Yeah. Matt and I have just found that it's easier to do that, but I don't want to give it as like a life hack because yeah, <laughs> I know a lot of people aren't, they're either like too close in size. So if you're like the exact same height and exact same size, then maybe it doesn't, because, like, men like to wear their clothes more fitted, I feel like, right now than women do. Yeah. At least with sweats yeah. and stuff. Or if you're, like, not a sweat set gal, then yeah. obviously you wouldn't like it. But Well, it was, like, the trend that went around that was, like, try on your uh, husband's pants. Like, I promise, they're perfect. I would never be able to wear Matt's pants. No. I wouldn't be able to wear Chris's. Yeah. They would be huge. Yeah. And, like, my waist, they'd be tight on my thighs. Like, right. it just, they wouldn't, wouldn't work. They're not cut for me. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Chris and I share a lot of things. Like he got this hat for him and he's like, we can obviously share it. It's neutral. Yeah. I'm like, perfect. I love that. Thank you. It's a Look at us. hat. Anyway, how, what's your granny moment? Oh, wasn't prepared. Oh, um, okay. You can go first. Okay. Yesterday prepared. I had the most magical snow day with G and Matt. And we made a giant snowman. So fun. And we played in the snow. And it was like the perfect like building snow, Winter snowball day. snow, you know? Yeah. Because oftentimes I feel like when we get snow here, it's either like slushy and wet and gross. Or we don't get dry snow here very often. But it has happened where we've had a really dry snow where it like you can't build anything because yeah. it doesn't stick. But... All over Northwest Arkansas, we got snow. But at our house, for some reason, we got like 10 inches of snow. It's a snow like, globe. <laughs> yeah. The rest of Northwest Arkansas got way less than we did, I yeah, feel like. Like I was just telling Joe, I was like, oh my gosh, pulling up here, because we live like 40 minutes away. Um, pulling up here, I was like, you guys got so much more snow. Like I was low-key disappointed because they were like, it's going to be a winter, you know, blizzard. And I don't really know the terms they use, but I was like, wow, it's going to be bad. And then I opened my curtains in the morning, like yesterday, and I was like, oh. 
See, like the roads were fine. I was prepared was fine. to be disappointed because, like, every time they hype up snow here, we get like three or four inches, right? And the whole city shuts down for nothing. And but I feel like when it's the opposite too. Like they'll be like, just light flurries and it's a blizzard. I'm like, okay, guys, <laughs> get it together. Well, this is the first time I've ever. Well, that's not the second time I've ever seen this much snow here. We got a lot of snow. We have a lot of big branches. I don't know if you looked around in yes. the yard, but we have a lot of big, big branches yeah. down because it was so heavy yesterday. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it was a whole thing. But Matt made like a six-foot snowman in the front yard with G. I know. I saw it. It was and really fun. That was just an absolute flat to me. I was like, this is so much fun. Yeah. Uh, I can't make a snowman that size because I can't lift the snow, the second snowball uh, onto the yeah. – I'm not strong enough. Yeah. And so I remember in college getting together with a bunch of girls when we got a bunch of snow and trying to make like a big snowman, but we couldn't get that. And so I was really proud of Matt for <laughs> You're like, my dreams are coming true. I was like, wow, keep keep lifting those weights keep so we can make you. big snowmen. Yeah. Anyway, that's my grounding moment. Love that. It was just a fun little surprise and I was really grateful that we got to kind of slow down. We canceled uh a few meetings. We still took a couple meetings yesterday that we had, but we kind of slowed everything down and uh, got to really enjoy it. Yeah. Well, that's good. Okay. I'm still kind of wondering what my grounding moment is. Um, <laughs> I feel like I don't know what's happening. I don't know what day. I do know what day it is, but it's kind of one of those weeks. I'm like, what's happening? Uh, let's see. I would say my grounding. Oh, I have a good one. Okay. Chris got me a hatch for an early Valentine's <gasps> present. We've been talking. Did we talk about Yeah, it we talked about it last time. And oh. I told him, and Chris cannot keep a secret. He can't. He's like, Carolina got you something. I'm like, Chris, I'm like, what for? Like, we just said Christmas. Like, you you don't need to be buying me things. And then he got it out. I was like, ah, oh, that's a really good gift. Yeah, is it? It's like the half moon looking Yeah, it's one? not the new, new version because I wanted the, like, sunset yes. feature. Does the new one not sunrise. have the sunset for thing? Well, I don't even know. I think it still lights up, but... Like the gray that looks like kind of speaker mesh goes all the way up. Mm. So I'm like, it, it probably doesn't have the same effect, but I think it's more for just like a sleek look. And I'm, I would, if I had like the money and also a guest room, I would just put it in a guest room. Mm-hmm. Like it's more like guest room vibes to me. Yeah. Like luxury aesthetic. guest room vibes. Yeah. yeah. Not like functionality, but it's so nice. I've been so having nice. a lot of conversations. We should do an episode on this. Uh, a whole bunch of conversations this week on Instagram with people about functional versus things being pretty and how culturally, at least on Instagram, I don't think in real life we've actually done this, but I think we get confused by it, is people have gotten so obsessed with aesthetics that their spaces aren't functional for them anymore. And so then when you introduce them to a functional project, pro- words, product. a functional product, they're like, this is incredible. Yeah. And it's really interesting how we're, I think we're going to swing back that way. I think so too. And just like, we don't need stuff. No. Like, like I think I don't need a hatch. I think we're at the front of that though. Uh, yeah. I don't think it's. I don't think that's taken it. off. I think we're at the very beginning of people realizing that the stuff is what is overwhelming them. Yeah. Matt and I have been, you know, decluttering and downsizing for about two years now. I would say we've been making a, we've been trying to make like slow change instead of just getting rid of everything and be really intentional about what we purchase and bring into the house and stuff like that. And it, you'd be shocked. It makes a world of difference in how. Yeah. You just don't need any of the things. No. I, but it's easy to say, I think. Like, it, I come from such a place of privilege whenever I say, I, you don't need any things. Because I've also had access to all of the things. Yeah, that's true. And so. And nice things. Like, right. And there are some things that really do make a difference. And I think that it is a huge benefit to get to try different things and then keep the handful of things that really work for you. Right. Um, but less is more. Less is more, but my hatch is definitely more. <laughs> Are you so excited? Yeah, about like, and I, I did do like I'm gonna say research. I literally watched like a lot of TikToks about, um, you know, if they were worth the hype, and it has, 
I don't know, like it has made me wake up in such a good mood. Like, and I look forward to it. But the cool thing is it has an unwind feature and then it goes right into sleep mode. So like when I get, so now I have this like amazing nighttime routine where I get in bed and it's funny because Frankie's starting to like get it because it Mm -hmm. makes sound. So you get in bed and you set your sound. The other, okay, I will say this. The other kicker is it's expensive. Yes. But Chris bought it for me, which I'm very grateful for. Um, and then you have to pay like $5 a month. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that either. I was like, okay. So everything has a subscription. Literally. And I'm like, okay, which is fine. But I'm like, I guess I have to buy this or my hatch won't work. So that's a warning. If you're thinking about getting it, you have to pay $5 a month and you have like, cause you access, yeah. Access to all the sounds and it like connects to your phone so you can control it wherever all the things. So, um, yeah, you click the, so anyways, I'll get into bed and then I'll read and I'll click the thing and you can set it to like however long you want it. So mine's 30 minutes and it has like a sunset option. So it goes to like yellow to like blue light to dark Mm -hmm. and it has a mode. And so I'll read for that amount of time and then fall asleep and it'll go to a different sound while I'm sleeping and then it will wake up. But the cool thing is it will, the sunrise will rise and then like it will rise like you can set it but mine's like 15 minutes of rising and then at the 15 minute mark it makes a sound Mm -hmm. you know that matt not the hatch but matt's had an alarm clock like this oh really for since 2016 and it's actually in our guest room now and it's how he always woke up because his apartment in st louis didn't have windows oh yeah you did tell me this Yeah. yeah and so he had no windows and so he researched alarm clocks like crazy and got one that did the sunrise mm-hmm. and all the stuff. And so that's all he, that like I've all I've ever known. And so then people are talking about the hatch. And, and I'm like, like, yeah, <laughs> Matt, you're so trendy. Yeah. Well, OK. Another hack you can do. I saw this on TikTok as well is buy just like the LED light bulbs that are like the smart ones uh-huh. and you can set them for a time so then they can like gradually wake you up. They also make like Matt's alarm clock. I bet you could get online for $15. Yeah. They make a lot less expensive ones that do the sunrise stuff. I think the hatch is kind of a luxury item. Yes. And it is elite because of how good the sounds are and how good the speaker is. Mm -hmm. And And how many sounds. And they have one that like does a full body scan. Like when you're in yoga, sometimes the teacher will be like, okay, check in with your head. Now go to your body. So it has that (laughs) feature. It has like a body check in. So like, I think it's very beneficial and I wish I had it when I was really, really um, stressed because yeah. I think it would really help me wind down and go to sleep because I had a big issue with that going like in 2020. And so I'm sure you will at some point yeah, in exactly. your life. Now you'll have it. Now I'll have New it. New tool. Yeah, exactly. So that's my recommendation. I don't moment. wish that upon you, by the way. Just Well, thank you. you realistically, <laughs> you know. Yes. I saw this thing. I don't know if I said this yet on the podcast, but... I'm trying to start. I want to stop saying that too. Like, I don't know if I said this on the podcast. Like, I'm just going to talk. edit it out. Okay. I'm just going to talk. I, because even if you have heard it, you probably maybe haven't heard the episode. Like, right. It's just dumb. So I saw this thing on TikTok and a guy was being interviewed and he said that his therapist told him that, or he asked his therapist, he's like, I just feel like life has really high highs and then really low lows and I can't balance it. Like, I can't find the middle. I can't you know, I don't know what's happening. Like, I just feel like life is always like that. And the therapist said, well, if you're always in the middle, then you flatline. And so that's just part of life is like enjoying the really high highs because you know, the really low lows will come and hopefully not as bad each time or whatever, depending on life. But I was like, oh, I really like that. Yeah. Cause like, that's I, just kind of the journey of it. Well, and I think about this a lot because Matt and I have had that conversation of even at the highest highs, there are still lows, at least in my life thus far. I feel like I've had to kind of carry both things at the same time, too. So there's a lot of that learning to juggle. Yeah. Because like the G being born was like one of the highest highs of my year. And a few weeks before she was born, mom was in the hospital and it was like one of the lowest lows I'd had. And so having those back to back and kind of experiencing those things in real time, like with one another in unison, sometimes you have to be doing both at once too. 
And so learning to carry both of those and appreciate them for what they are. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. But you can be two things. Yep. All at once. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're talking about financial stuff. <laughs> I don't really know what we're going to name That's this. That's how vague this is. Okay. So what I was thinking is we're moving into, or I guess we're moving to the end. I can't believe it's already the end of January. No, I can't. Just as a side note. That's blowing my mind. I feel like this time of year, like I remember last year in the first quarter of the year, all the memes that were like, oh my gosh, we've been in January forever. Yeah. And I, I was like, we have, it's never ending. Right. And this year I'm like, wait a second. February is what next week? I know. What? I'm like, it's Valentine's Day. It's weird. Or this week, I guess. Yeah. I'm like, I, what's anyway, what's happening? But I, uh, we wanted to talk about different things that you can be doing, especially as we move into what I feel like is a pretty nerve wracking and scary time, uh, to get yourself more financially secure and comfortable. And, uh, I like to preface anytime that we're talking about money, finances, personal finance, I like to preface that Caroline and I are not money experts. These are things we've done that work from us. And everything that we say, uh, we don't have the nuance of your individual situation. So these are things that have worked for us. And we both recognize that we come from a place of privilege in order to, you know, suggest and achieve some of these things. Um, And I, I just kind of like to start everything there. So we heard that. We know those words moving forward. Um, and I know right now is a really hard time for a lot of people. Inflation's crazy. The market's crazy. Um, people are barely making ends meet. And so if you're not in the space that you're ready to save, if you're not in the space that you like can hear about money, fast forward. Listen to us, you know, at the very end and or listen we'll to a different episode. <laughs> yeah. Or just completely Bye-bye. Skip this one. (laughs) Yeah. And it's okay. We're not upset with you. But I also feel like if you are uncomfortable talking about money, because I know sometimes I listen to stuff, and again, I come from privilege, I have a good job, all the things, it's okay, too, to, like, be uncomfortable. Absolutely. So, like, don't take it as, like, oh, sayonara. Is that the right word? Yeah. Yeah, goodbye. Yeah. Like, just listen. Not that, again, we're experts, but <laughs> we're going to talk our talk. Okay. I'm going to start with my first and biggest tip to everybody that is just getting started. And if you are somebody who has never had a savings account or never had something that you feel like you can fall back on because you just feel like it's impossible to save money, start automatic withdrawals. It is the number one thing that you can do right now. I pestered Caroline into the ground about this. Do you do it? Yeah, I do. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't ever like (laughs) check up, but I mean, I spent years in the car on the way to weddings with Caroline just trying. And I'm like, I'm 19 or even younger. I don't need to do that. Uh Yeah, She's like literally 16 years old. Okay. Set up automatic withdrawals. They don't need to be big. I think that we get really caught up that if we're going to save, we need to be saving $5,000 a year, $6,000 a year, whatever, $50,000. Yeah. It's like, I think that too. It's like, I need to go big or just, oh, well, yeah. You know? Uh, and I, I understand how it's so easy to get caught up in that, but $5 a week, if that's what you can do, that's what you can do. And it adds up. And especially if you get years down the pipeline and you're able to increase that a little bit each year. So let's say it's $5 a week this year. Next year, you up up it to $10 a week. And the year after that, you up it to $15 a week. You have $1,500 in savings at the end of that to fall back on. Yeah. And that may not, I understand, like that may not be rent for one month. That may not be, but it's something. And, uh, just any little bit that you can do, I think setting it up automatically, it, it, it makes it a no-brainer. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Uh, and there are a lot of different ways to do this. So number one question I get is, okay, cool, Joe, automatic withdrawal. 
how the hell do I do that? <laughs> um, some companies, like if you work a corporate job where you're getting a paycheck, will allow you to have a deposit into two separate accounts. So you can do that where part of your paycheck automatically goes into a separate savings account. Uh, and you can talk to your HR about whether that's an option for you. I have never worked a job like that. No idea <laughs> the details of how that works, but I, I do have friends that do it that way. Uh, a lot of banks now offer the option of setting up an automatic uh, transfer or investment. So once a week, $10 or $15 comes out of your account. And uh, yeah. So yeah, you can do it through your bank. Happens. Yeah. Or there are a lot of apps now that you can do it with. So I have talked about, if you've listened to any of our financial episodes, I need a sponsor from Acorns. Yeah. I got to work on that because I've used their app now for years. years and years and years. And I really like their app, especially if you don't know anything about the stock market and investing and just are trying to put your, like dip your toe in the water and learn a little more without it being completely overwhelming. I think something that a lot of stops, a lot of people in learning about the stock market and finances is that the, the financial bros of the world want you to do it perfectly. Mm-hmm. They're like, that's so dumb. Right. You're not getting perfect 28% returns. If you do that, you're only getting 11%. Right. Back. Exactly. And, you know, and you're like, what does any of that even mean? Yeah. <laughs> and Excuse so me, while I am not advertising acorns as like the, uh, end all be all end all be all of like, you're going to make huge quick money. I think it's really easy to use. I think they have awesome, informative articles on their website that really teach you what you're doing and what's going on. And they have awesome setups for automatic withdrawal um, or automatic deposit. And they also do roundups. So if you use credit cards or debit cards, you can set up all your cards every time you make a purchase out. So you go to Starbucks or Target or you're getting your groceries and you spend $7.52, it'll round it up to $8 and it collects your change pretty much like virtually collects your change and invests it for you. And I just think that that's a unique and easy way and it pulls things in $5 um, increments for you. Yeah. So I think it's really worth it because like even I forget I have acorns and I'll go on. I'm like, I have all this money and it's not like I'm like, Ooh, like put in my bank account and spend it now. It's like fun to watch it. Grow. grow yeah it's like oh that's fun I have that back up you know yeah. I have a question for you I just thought about this um <clears throat> emergency fund mm-hmm. can we talk about that absolutely and I struggle with like what's an emergency <laughs> like what is like okay so savings like I have okay putting all this money in savings for future me or like whatever and then emergency like, I don't know where the line is. Like, I don't know a lot of times where to draw from. You need to have more uh, defined saving goals, probably, would okay. be my feedback. Because if you're just generally saving for the future, not that that's bad, beautiful. Would right. rather you do that. Yeah. Um, but you need to have kind of defined saving goals. So the idea of an emergency fund is to make sure that you have the funds for unexpected expenses. So for example, um, an emergency, let's say you get rear-ended and the person doesn't have insurance and you're going to have to go through dealing with all kinds of stuff to get your car paid for. Mm. And upfront you need to cough up $1,100 out of nowhere emergency fund okay you know that's yeah. like a really good well, thing that's there but then also the other thing that you want an emergency there fund there for long term if you can get to the point is like start with 30 days of living expenses then 60 days of living expenses my goal before I stopped funding my emergency fund which I haven't gotten here yet is to have two years of our living expenses saved and set aside so that if the market crashes, we lose our job, you know, the ground crumbles, the ground crumbles. (laughs) Yeah. We have some time to get back up on our feet and we can continue living 
the lifestyle and the um, life that we've created for ourselves while figuring out how we're going to, you yeah, know, navigate. not that we wouldn't cut back or, you know what I mean? But yeah, just a cushion. Yeah, yeah. It, it's this. It, and so the goal is to get it. A, a lot of people say a year is the goal. I'm always just freaked out. Extra. So I go way too, <laughs> like, I am not a good person to talk to in terms of like, really getting after it to make your money work for you. I am not one of those, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I am secure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that would be the difference. Okay. But the thing is, if that happens to you and you can take it out of your general living expenses or whatever you've set aside elsewhere, rather than in your emergency fund, like I, I try not to touch my emergency fund unless, you know, yeah. And we've had that where we've, we've had to touch it and we've had to, you know, that's okay too. That's what it's there for. Yeah. Cause I don't know. I feel like I, it's not like my emergency funds, like big chunk of money, but I mean, it's all relative, but I, I don't know. I almost feel like, Oh, like, like guilty. I'm like, is this even an emergency? <laughs> like I'm like, cause like Frankie went to the vet, like r- before Christmas, it was a lot of money. I was like, okay, well, <laughs> like I just didn't know. I think that would totally qualify. Yeah. It was like a thousand dollars. I was like, that's a lot of money that's for a, a dog. That's a of money. Yeah. In general, not even just and for a dog. A, yeah. That's a big unexpected cost. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you know? that's true. Uh, and I think you kind of get to pick your definition. But the other thing I was going to say is if you have those general savings that are like adding up. Yeah. Um, w- what are your goals with those? And yeah, so that's where I struggle. Yeah. Having general goals. Do you want to buy a car? Do you want to buy a house? Do you want to retire? Yes, you want to retire, but like which of those is your goal and how much are you putting into what bucket? You don't necessarily need to have separate accounts for every single bucket, but having a general idea of where you're going and what you want to achieve is important once you get beyond that initial just having savings in general. Yeah. Right. Cause it's like almost like aimlessly, not that again, what you said, like, it's not like it's a bad thing. Like at least I'm doing it, but I'm like, that is true. I don't, I need to like pinpoint. Well, and depending better. on how long you're going to save or how long you have before you need to touch that money, you have a lot more options and what you can do. Uh-huh. So if it's for retirement and you have 40 years before you're going to touch it, you have a lot more options because the market can crash and recover a lot of times in 40 years. Right. And so, whereas if you're saving to put a down payment in a, on a car in a year or buy a car in cash, maybe you're going to just like knock it out of the park and just buy your car straight up. And uh, you're going to do that in two years. You may not want to invest it in a high risk, you know, stock market. Yeah. Because that, I don't know. Right died okay <laughs> charge it overnight my little guy did you know that thing has a flash on it yeah didn't know that yeah. our, the camera just died youtube so sorry you're just gonna hear our voices but i own a g7x is so random canon uh didn't it know how to flash up, doesn't it uh-huh yeah life-changing I, I need to find mine because everybody's been talking about taking pictures with it. Yeah. I've taken pictures with it. It's a great camera. Yeah, it's good. Side note. Side note. For anybody that... And it's like $700. Yeah. It's... I don't think you need a DSLR if you... Um, I think use your phone. I stand yeah, by that. <laughs> They're very If you cute. own an iPhone. Yeah. I mean, I'm guessing other phones are great, but... Yeah. The iPhone is just so good. It really is. It really... Like, I always... <laughs> people ask me all the time. They're like, I really want to get into the camera world, you know, and, and if you want to get into it as a career, there are different and yeah. entry level and wanting to learn how to shoot in manual different. But a lot of people that message me just want to take better pictures of their kids. And I'm like, learn about light. Yeah. Uh, in, instead of investing in a camera, invest in a course about how lighting works and things like that over. Anyway, I've gotten yeah, completely off track, it'll be game changing but over you. buying a camera because I use my phone for a lot. Yeah. So, Anyway. Anywho, um, what were we talking about? Money. Emergency funds. Not emergency funds. We were talking about uh, creating goals mm-hmm. within your saving. What are you saving for? What's the intention? Because I think whenever you get started, 
just having the general goal of, I want to feel more financially secure is great. But what you're going to learn is like Caroline, Caroline's original goal, I think a couple years ago was I want to feel financially secure. Yeah. Like that's where, where she started. And you got those automatic withdrawals going. You started funding your emergency fund. And now you're in a place where you have this um, healthy emergency fund that you want to keep funding and have more in, but you feel good about it. And you have your other little like pot going of savings. And so now you're like, okay, I feel secure. Now what? Yeah. And so now it's time to start setting some goals. Yeah. What are things you want to do? Buy a house maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need a car. Like I'm, that's not, I feel like big ones are like cars, you know, paying off your student loans. I don't have that. I have the privilege of not having that. And I don't have debt, which is also a big privilege. So yeah, it's like house. Here's a note I'll make. You don't have the fanciest car in the world. What year is it? Mm, 2011. Okay. It's a 2011. How many miles does it have on it? Um, Ish. Not that much, honestly. Really? No. Yeah. Okay, but I bought like, it used, but it didn't. And it's I like guess a the base guy didn't mile, like it. It's like a base model vehicle. Mm-hmm. I honestly think it's under 100,000. Oh, that's wow. Yeah. Okay, it's really awesome. good. The only reason I'm not pointing this out to make any comment on Caroline's uh-huh. car, I'm pointing this out because Caroline's car's 12 years old. So generally speaking, there's a good chance in the next four to five years, you're going to have to purchase another right. car. Maybe not four to five years. Maybe it's going to go another 10. But in the next 10 years, you're going to have to buy yeah. another car. Right. So as long as you're planning to keep driving. And want to own a vehicle. So the only reason I point this out is, as you say, a car is not important. Even though that may not be like a big shiny goal, you may want to be stashing yeah, that's a little true. bit each week. Yeah, because even though I don't, I'm not like a car, quote unquote, car person. You're going to probably still have to buy some kind of used vehicle, right. which is what I do. I'm not a car person either. But at some point, like my 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 car finally hit, you know almost 200,000 miles. And Matt was like, all right, right. You're going to have our kid in that, you know, like let's talk about it. And we bought a used car that was well within our means, but just keeping that into consideration is the only reason I pointed that out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. And so that is still a goal you want. It doesn't mean that it needs to be a goal to save like you would for a down payment on a house though. Mm -hmm. Or brand new, whatever. Yeah. So eventually a car house, Anything else? Anything <laughs> fun? Uh, I feel like right now with where the world is, I'm like, it is not the time to be saving for anything fun. I know. Like, what do you define as fun? Uh, whatever. Like travel for you. Yeah. is big. Yeah. Travel is really big. Um, Chris and I want to go to South Africa relatively soon, though, probably this year. Um, so that's a goal. Um getting married maybe like because that's like the next five ten years I've been thinking about that I'm like oh my god and then I'm like again privilege but like I don't want to rely on our parents to fund it I'm sure they will help us somehow but like I would like to provide for my own however I choose to but um that yeah uh I don't know. I can't think of anything else. No, those are all great. And you don't need to hash them all out right now, but that's something that you can visit once a year, once a quarter. I like to like check in once a quarter or so kind of what our goals are, where we are. Uh, but like Matt finances stress him out and it's not the money part. It's the future and the the goal setting. And so for him twice a year, max, yeah. he wants to sit down <laughs> and look at all of it. And even then, he really only wants to do a deep dive once a year. Right. And that's fine. Uh, So find what works for you and really sit down and look over stuff. I also wanted to note on this episode, the second thing I was going to say, we've kind of been all over the place, but uh, the first thing I was going to say is automatic withdrawals. The second thing I was going to say is finding some kind of app or service that you can track your spending. Mm -hmm. Is We use um, Rocket Money. Is that oh, I've right? never used that one. I think yeah, it's that, Rocket Money. That is a service. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh, what's the one I use called? My brain is totally um, <laughs> shutting down. It's it's a 
Well, while you think of it, I will explain Rocket Money if you don't know. Yeah, do um, that. I'm going to look mine up. It's just a app that you can go on and it, I don't, it doesn't link your bank account, but I guess it does. Like it, it won't like steal your money, but it just tracks, it will track like what you're spending on and um, into categories. So like how much we paid in groceries or how much, um, all of the things. Oh, wait, I was going to also ask you, um, mm. do you and Matt share a bank account we do and when you like what do you buy with that because Chris and I have been like okay because we have one we opened one like a year ago literally a year ago and it has zero dollars in it because we forget about it and literally um yesterday I was like Chris we need to start putting money towards that and that's like what we buy groceries with and what because I think that would help us save money you need a budget is the app that I use you need to budget. You need a budget. Oh. And it's like Y-N-A-B is what Cute. the... Anyway, that's the one that I... But there are a lot of great ones out there. Um, I've also used some others, so I don't... You know. Anyway. <laughs> uh, as for sharing expenses, uh, Matt and I, whenever we moved in together, got a joint account and still have... And we, we still, to this day, this is how we do it, even though we're married and have been married... Uh, we have personal accounts, each of us, and then we have a joint account. It's a little bit different now that we're working together because we have our business accounts and we pay ourselves and, you know, vice blah, blah, blah. There's like all the semantics of all of it. But when we were both like Matt had a salary from work and I had my wedding photography salary that I was paying myself going into our personal accounts And then both of us, I believe what we did was we put 50% of every check into our joint account Okay, is what we did. Uh, Everybody's different. Like you could do a set amount. It it really depends on what your expenses and what your goals are. But, uh, and then we use that to pay our mortgage. We use that to pay for groceries. Anything that was an expense that we felt like we shared but we always really like to this day having our personal accounts too because as long as we're meeting our saving goals as a couple and those priorities are being taken into consideration Matt and I really have never asked one another permission or like yeah the big discussions around spending our personal stuff yeah yeah and I can talk a little bit about that but um I don't know, like being raised from a single mom. And I think other people, even if you weren't raised from a single mom, uh, like my mom's always been like, make money, like have some kind of money in your life. Like even if you become a mom or whatever, like you need to have cushion just in case something happens, your husband or your spouse, whatever goes crazy or whatever. She's always taught me that. And so I think I, that's just like really innate for me. And so when I hear people talk like, oh, I asked my, you know, person for money or my spouse, I'm like, what? Not even ask for, just ask permission. I'm like, huh? Well, and I don't know how, it, but for some, but some people that works. Has, yeah. Well, and it has to operate that way because there is a partner that's staying home full time to take care of the kids during the day and take care of the household. And there is only one income and it just operates yeah. differently. Yes, that is true. And I, I think that that's becoming more and more rare because it's really a luxury to have a household where only one parent yeah. um, or one partner goes to work. Goes to work. I, I I don't know how people make it work, you know? And so I think that we're speaking to the minority there, maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. Depends on who yeah, listens. Yeah, I don't know. That's but that is... It's not something I'm familiar or can give um, real life experience with because it's just not my way. Yeah, how you operate. Um, yeah, that's that was my, you answered my question though because I'm like, I don't know because Chris and I make more money than Chris, and that's not like to toot my own horn. But I, um, we usually go back and forth, but I do pay a little bit more like for groceries or whatever, and just like little things like that that we share. But I'm like Chris, we need to start using this we call it the chocolate card because it's literally I got to pick my design it has a chocolate I don't know why I picked that but 
I'm like, we got to start putting money in the chocolate card and using that thing. Yeah. And that's why we did it as a percentage. Yeah. That yeah. Worked, yeah. That makes sense. That worked really well. And for that us. would work for us. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, and we never really got, we're not people who hash it out and like it needs to be fair down or to equal the dollar. Or, yeah. No, we're, we, we're not those people. Right. If you're those people, that's great. My advice probably won't work for you. Yeah. And that's okay. Yep. Different things for different people. That's all right. Uh, so yeah, you need a budget. Rocket Money, that's what you use. Mm-hmm. Really, any app. I know that Chime is, I think, pretty popular. Maybe. Is that the green logo? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I think that that is one that tracks expenses. And I think there's another one that is really popular. Uh, but anything that you're comfortable using that you can track your spending, huge help. Start there. Yeah. Understand where your money's going. Um, because until you understand that, I feel like a lot of us get caught up uh, and are like, no, I'm living so tight. I don't want to give up my coffee once a week that I go to. And you shouldn't have to. I right. I stand by that. I think if you really enjoy going to your local coffee shop and getting a coffee on Monday morning and that is your Monday routine and it gets you going, you shouldn't have to give that up in order to save $100 a year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's just, it's just the joys of life. Like you, I think there's a balance because like we're all going to die and we don't know when. And so, yeah, like if you are like, okay, got to save $7, don't do it at the joys of life right. that brings but you also, joy. also looking at all of it and tracking all of it can give you a better look at how much are we using that? Yes, that's I, true. I, I think that's the balance is a lot of times we get hooked in and we're like, oh, I don't want to give up the joys. I don't want to give up the joys. And yeah. we're like seven dollars, eight dollars, seven dollars, four dollars, seven dollars, seven dollars. Yeah, see, that's not that much money. <laughs> yeah, and all of a sudden you're spending eighty extra dollars a week, getting little. You know, yeah. I'm treating myself. I'm treating myself. I'm treating myself. Right. Um. So there's a balance between those two, and that's the beauty of tracking it all and looking at it, mm-hmm. and it can make you realize, okay, what am I trying to make up for? <laughs> With exactly. my ninth coffee run of the week. And like try to make it a game, like, or at least that works for me. Some Same. people are like really analytical and like you have that going for you, but I don't. So like if I, for instance, eat from home or Chris like cooks for us, I know we spent money on groceries, I get that, but I will put like what we would have spent into my savings account. I'm like, look, I bought dinner. Yeah, that's fine. And I won't do that all the time, but I sometimes when I remember, I'm like, oh, that can go into my savings the more you can make it fun and not stressful the better yeah and so like if your partner or your roommates or friends uh can get into like doing a dinner party each week and you're seeing the goal is how little can we spend and still make like a really good dinner right for fun you know right make it fun yeah and yeah chris and i will do a lot because chris he goes of course, his love is food. So he'll go like all in at the grocery store. And it's dangerous because he spends so much money. But I don't know how to shop. So I'm like, you're our only hope, kid. And so we've tried to do that lately of like, okay, let's literally try to get it under 40 or even $30. And like, we'll hit it and we'll be like so excited. It's just like a little win. Well, and I watched a woman this week. It's a skill. I watched a woman this week who uh, on TikTok who truly only had $50 left to feed her family for a week. Mm-hmm. And she walked through how, what meals she was planning, what she was going to do, how she was spending her money. Right. And those are skills. Yeah. And, and it just goes to show like it's possible. Like I think if you, even if you don't have a boat, buttload of money, it's like ugh, $50 is so cheap. Like I, you know, like I don't even know how to describe it, but it, it's literally possible to live like that. Not well, that you should and not that not like, that you have to have to. Yeah. But I also saw her and I was like, that hurts my heart that I'm not. I'm probably not going to get my weekly grocery budget under $50. But I have the privilege of not thinking about it. When somebody else is working so hard to make ends meet yes. on that $50, the least I can do is think about it. Yeah. You know? Exactly. And so that really inspired me moving forward to really be at least taking it into consideration because I think that's where we lose touch. 
for sure. You know, there are so many of us who have, we're always comparing ourselves to those who have more than us, I feel like, rather than those who have less. And you can learn a lot from everyone. Exactly. So anyway, it was really interesting TikTok. I'll see if I can find it and we can link it in the show notes. Because every meal she talked about, I was like, that sounds good. Yeah. yeah. No, I've really seen some impressive. videos like that. Or like some people just do TikTok. Like that's their niche of mm-hmm. like how to spend this much money a week on groceries and make all these meals. I'm like, how? <laughs> but it's possible. I'm like, oh, my God, this girl's doing it. And right. people teach you how to do it if you need help. Yeah. I've gotten really into and one of my big goals that Matt and I have talked into, I really want to get into canning and jarring and storing yeah. a lot of our own food. Uh because it's a lost art and it's a lost skill. And there's so many things we can be doing right? that we just don't, we've let it go. Yeah. We've forgotten don't how to do it. Don't think about it yeah. literally at all. So yeah. Any other advice you have? I think we should do, uh, and you guys let me know, everybody listening, but we would love to do an episode that's more Q and a format like this. If you have specific questions or if you want to give us more nuance on your individual situation, And we can talk through from our perspective, maybe some things and choices that we would make. You guys have asked for a lot more financial episodes. And I like Caroline and I have said in the past, we're not financial experts. (laughs) So I, okay. But I will say this. Joe is really good. Like I get, and I'm not biased. Like I'm really not biased. She's always been really good. And again, not like a master. Like I don't think, I think everyone can involve and learn. Yeah, Joe's normal, but like she, she just her brain works like that, and again, like you can learn from everyone. I think Joe's a really good person to learn from, and I'm glad she's in my corner, and now she's in your guys' corner. Thanks, Caroline. You're That's welcome. Nice. But um, yeah, also like I was gonna say this because I uh, also her first 100k is amazing resource. I listen to her podcast every once in a while, and she said, "Now I totally forgot what she You've said." You've been reading her book. I've been reading her book as well. But, um, oh, she was saying, like, because everyone's like, money won't buy you happiness. You know, whatever. You hear that Financial all the time. Financial security will. Yes. And it it buys you options yep. of security, of what vacation you would go on this week, or, you know, what you can eat for dinner this today, and stuff like that. So just keep that in mind, because, I don't know, I think people... And I have in the past for sure, like, oh, that doesn't buy you happiness, so I guess I won't try. I guess I won't save because, like, whatever. I'm always going to have this mindset, but it's not true. Money doesn't solve all your problems. I think that's kind of what people try to get at. And I I feel like I've had a lot of real-life experience of that with just health and the medical world. And it doesn't matter how much money you have. Some of those problems aren't solvable. And so I think that that's where a lot of that is rooted. But financially, like being financially secure, there's nothing like that. Yeah. Uh, There's safety there of being in your home that you know is not going anywhere and looking in your fridge and knowing there's food in there. That. Or getting to take a day off work because you can. Right. Yeah. Or calling sick or whatever. Right. Those are things that contribute to your overall happiness that some people don't have. And so don't uh, skimp on trying to do better and save and get yourself financially secure in an established situation. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Glad. I hope this helped. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, glad this helped. Uh, no. What are we uh, up to this week? Do we have anything exciting to share? No. No, I'm on like day, what day is it? 20. Oh yeah. Do you have an update for everybody? Not really. Uh, I did yoga this morning. Um, still can't touch my toes, but we're getting closer. I'm so excited for you to touch I know, your toes. I know. I'm like so excited. Uh, I told my yoga teacher that this morning. I was like, uh, yeah, like, cause she was like, you've been coming all the time. Like I don't, I've never seen you before. Is this, this just like a new year's resolution? I was like, actually, honey, I've been doing the 75 hard. I'm trying to touch my toes. And she was like very encouraging. She was like, oh, don't worry about that. You'll get there. Like, mm-hmm. you know, all consistency things. is key. Yeah. But my yoga teacher, well, I have a couple cause I just do the classes, but one of them is going on a retreat to India to like learn more. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I'm like, how fun is that? Yoga is fascinating. Yeah. Have, have you researched yoga culturally? 
like what it stems from and like all that. I don't know exactly, but yeah, it, when it, you really dive deep, it's so, it's cool. so much deeper than just oh, like stretching. So cool. Yeah. So. Yeah. And like the chants they do and the ohms and all the things. I think it's really cool. It is. I agree. So. Yeah, that, I don't really have an update other than that. Um, okay. It's going well, though. You're still in it. Going well, still in it. Uh, I've been waking up earlier every day with my hatch. <laughs> um, I think the hatch is really life-changing. That's just that my update. You. Yeah. I'm so happy. Yeah. I love it. So, anywho, do you have an update? No, I have nothing exciting. I was going to say uh, that we are hoping to do a live episode sometime this spring mm-hmm. in northwest Arkansas. So... Get ready, and if there's anything you'd want to specifically see from that, let us know, because we're going to start Let planning. us know. It's about to be February, and after February is March, yeah. and in March, spring starts, so we're going to be planning. Literally. Have you seen that TikTok of the girl? She's like, this is how I see the months, and then or how it sounds, and she's like, January, February, March, April, May, June, July, and then she's like, August. September, October, November, December. Like, that's how she... Like, <laughs> I feel that. Like, November honestly, always does feel really yeah, long. So long. But I think it's just, like, the anticipation... Of Thanksgiving. Did I say that right? The Christmas holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Anticipation. Okay. Some reason... Do you ever, like, when you talk, do you see the words spelled out in your head? Yes. I do that all the time. So I, like, saw it, and I was like, wait, I don't think that translated right. Anytime somebody says anticipation, though, my brain just goes, anticipation for precipitation for a rainy yeah, yeah. day. <laughs> uh-huh. the rain, and then I'm singing Umbrella by Rihanna. Yeah, seriously. So. I like Rihanna. Me too. Um, But what was I talking about? Anyways, yeah. <laughs> the How the day of the week and all things happen. Yeah. And you should be saving your money. So um, hope this helped. Go save $5 today if you don't have to. Subscribe to the podcast. Rate, review us. We love you. Bye. Bye.